Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Deppin. I'm Cody Crane. Another day, another dollar. That's uh, what they say. Yeah, another dollar. Uh Sponsored by Manscaped. That's right. And <laughs> these dollars are clean shaven. <laughs> I uh, called our wieners dollars. Okay. <laughs> Great. I'm, I'm so happy to have a overly long Manscaped ad before yeah. and to keep on talking about them. I can't uh, stress enough how much I love having our listeners through sit through so much manscaped i think the talk. whole episode should just be a manscaped ed it's true yeah let's do it well it's not just i don't want our uh mid yeah. uh, sponsor now to feel jealous because we got nordvpn now too well, that's true well the good thing about nordvpn is that they help you out once your balls are clean i don't know if it's a requirement <laughs> of theirs i don't know if they need that well i mean I, you know depending what you're doing i guess i've been talking to uh <laughs> Uh, Jonathan Nord myself for oh, yeah, uh, yeah oh, for yeah. the last couple of weeks doing a little back and forth mm -hmm. uh, with him and he stressed to me make sure you let everyone know that they can use your discount code without clean balls uh, without clean balls they want both well listen listen I know you can do it without but we we have a, a glorious opportunity where both of these sponsors are coming together and you can use them in tandem in harmony, perfect harmony, even. I, I feel like we're going to make it so we talk ourselves into making both sponsors not happy and we'll never hear from them again. <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you, uh, another day, another dollar. That's right. Another yeah. day, another dollar. We got this month with our new friends. That's <laughs> all we need. But it's not all about them today. Because we got a guest here. Mm -hmm. We have actor. We have writer. We have comedian. We have award-nominated Nadine DeJury here. Oh, my God. You guys brought bands into the studio? Oh, yeah. We mic'd them. And masked them. We masked them. Hello. Hello. Oh, so excited to have you here. Happy to be here. Uh, for the uh, the folks at home that uh, might not know, um, like I said, actor, comedian, writer, done it all. <laughs> Second City main stage, no big deal. Wow. Uh, award nominated <laughs> for writing and acting, no big deal. Jeez, <laughs> pretty huge. Someone that knows how to use Google mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and NordVPN, so no one can tell that he was searching you. Yeah, you won't okay, be able good. to find out. With <laughs> Um, so uh, let's uh, jump right in here. I want to know, because you do all of these different things. Um, mm. You had a uh, hit web series. You're on uh, hit TV shows like Working Moms, like Baroness Von Sketch, um, as well as doing live comedy. What um, did you start with? What inspired you initially to get into the arts? Well, let me just tell you, it was a long way coming. And I was actually in business before I was in the arts. I studied finance uh, in school. And then I was working in marketing and I was a lost little puppy <laughs> living in New York, just happy to be living in the city, but not 
any fulfillment internally. And um, I had always loved drama and improv when I was young. And then I had taken like some weird acting classes with like some egocentric teachers that completely yeah. turned me off the industry. I was like, I don't even want to do this. I don't <laughs> like drama. I didn't even know that like comedy, like that there was like improv and sketch comedy as a like separate field, like that there were special schools for that. So I started taking classes in New York and then finally I was just like, I'm going to make the leap. And I moved to Toronto cause I'm from Montreal originally. And so that I could focus on improv and acting full time. And I didn't even, I, I thought I would hate writing and that I hated writing, but then I did conservatory at second city. And I just like, was like, Oh, I actually like, this might be the more fun part. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That, and now I'm here doing nothing. <laughs> and now I'm using none of these skills <laughs> yeah. for mean, the last that... nine months or whatever it's been yeah the fun of quarantine <laughs> yeah yes the fun <laughs> um but you went it, it's interesting to uh like go into comedy by leaving New York to come to uh Canada yeah. <laughs> for sure I had a visa that was like linked to my specific job right and also New York living was so expensive and I was also 30 years old and I, I don't know if you uh, boys are 30 yet are you I am <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> muscle tough <laughs> um when I turned 30 I was like I can't live in a dump anymore <laughs> even though I continued to live in a dump for many years after um but I I, I definitely wanted to like mm -hmm. have a better standard of living and I wouldn't have been able to do that in New York that's for sure uh, that's so. very fair and I, yeah. I mean um did you uh consider going back to like Montreal as well was there a debate between Montreal and Toronto you know what there wasn't even much debate I, I don't I think there's like there's stuff going on in Montreal but I think I just uh, it can feel too much like a small city sometimes yeah. in terms of opportunities though now I would I, I'm actually more likely to consider going back now than when yeah. I, you know because there was second city like I, I there were things that I wanted second city was for sure a big drawing going to Toronto that there was like some sort of att goal attainment yeah <laughs> yes it's it's almost like uh the uh training uh city is like toronto and then once you get off the ground here you can kind of like go to montreal established and kind of yeah. succeed from there almost yes ideally i would have houses all over the world <laughs> <laughs> and just live everywhere and just travel wherever all right top, top four house cities <laughs> okay house cities okay for sure, Montreal. Let's like get oh, yeah, that that's, out. Of that's the way. one. Oh my god, this is actually <laughs> harder than. Okay, let's go like far off, like Fiji. Fiji. Oh, Fiji okay. yeah. or Bali. Actually, let's do Bali because Bali. I've heard. I don't actually know anyone who's been to Fiji, so I've had Fiji Bali. water. Uh and it's the best water. It's yeah. It it's a square. It actually bottle. tastes better. It's. It's surprising that you could taste the difference. I never thought I'd be able to taste the difference. <laughs> That's fair. Um, let's go, you know, got to do South America somewhere. So like, 
I do love Rio de Janeiro. Okay. Yeah. Um, then I love the Middle East. Um, and because I speak some Hebrew, I would let's let's do somewhere in Israel or neighboring. All right. All right. And France. You gotta get France. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah. anywhere. Um, and Buck- Buckingham Palace, of course, just like a side house. Right, in Buckingham I think, Palace. All right, this is a big top four. We got like six or seven. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I didn't pay attention to the number. Clearly, uh, mine are like Oshawa, London, Ontario. Uh, <laughs> mine are my mom's house, my dad's house. Here? Those are your current houses. Yeah. <laughs> where are you guys from? Are you guys both from Ontario? Yes. I'm from uh, like Niagara area. Oh, fair enough. And the, the falls. <laughs> yeah. And I'm from middle of nowhere, like uh, Ottawa area, I guess. Okay. Well, areas. what's it called? Uh, Clarendon Station. It's called, it has station in the name? Yeah. There's no train station or anything there. It's called Clarendon Station. And there's like four houses. I'm not oh saying God. where I'm from because I don't want all our rabid fans harassing my family. <laughs> and once Do you guys I, get a lot of mail, like generally? I mean, I get a lot of bills and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> Me too. Uh, I think we hear overall more negative than we hear positive, <laughs> um, which is just great. Great uh, self-esteem booster. So I hope that our... Uh, fans uh listeners turn around but yeah. it seems like they just keep listening to hate us well look they're listening <laughs> yeah. do they send you emails or do they, is it just comments like i hate you i hate you uh yeah the reviews uh but we we have more positive than negative <laughs> reviews but uh we don't get a lot of emails or anything no not really people no. don't engage with improv as much as we would like them to well guys now's your chance uh for those who are listening um you can message spooked at spooked at spooked.com. That's it. <laughs> Nadine, we've needed you for so long. <laughs> well, you, you have that uh, business. I was in marketing. Right? So yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was not good at marketing. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> I mean, we're not good at podcasting, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> here we all are trying our hardest. <laughs> um, to uh, go into um, now uh, Second City uh, Main Stage. So I assume that's where you did your training as well? When yes. you came to Toronto? So it's like, the I remember I just like registered for as many classes as possible. And I think like I arrived on like a Monday and I auditioned for con like two days later. And I remember being so nervous because my audition was so so i had some good moments but not anything special and i was just so happy i like had a pep in my step when i found out that i got in and really didn't even know what the program was or anything about it but uh yeah and then you know you just kind of get lucky you get like um like certain people just champion me uh throughout and and it really is like (laughs) who you know like i think uh, my, the first show that I was in, it was a kid's show. And they're like, we need someone who knows how to sing any like, like, like new students that could sing. And like, it was the people at the office that you're, that were like, Oh, check out Nadine. Um, so yeah, I started with the kids shows and then eventually got into the touring company and then up to the main stage. 
Nice. Amazing. Yeah. How, how was the feeling? Because um, you were saying like uh, that, like improv and um, comedy was so new to you when you were in New York finding out about it. So learning it from uh, Second City, that would be your main point of reference, right? So how yeah. good of a feeling was it to get to that main stage? So I actually was studying at UCB in, in New York. Uh, and the Magnet Theater. So it was actually a bit of a like culture shock improv wise because it's so it actually is so different. Second City is way more theatrical with the, the MD on stage and UCB is like really a stickler for the Herald. And like I remember I did like impatient uh, theater for a bit. I don't know if you guys even know if this is before your time. <laughs> it was another improv school here. And like I did a couple heralds there, which were not heralds as I was taught. It was just like so right. much looser. And I was like, ah, what's happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, but then, yeah, it was years at Second City and then actually finally getting main stage. I'm really giving you some long winded answers here. I hope you uh, oh, I are enjoying it. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually was so nervous. Uh, truthfully, my nerves overtook uh the excitement because I'm not the best under stress and I know how like I just go full in into whatever I'm doing like when I was in right. university I was just become so hyper focused on the thing and it it I know it takes a toll on me so it was like I had to come to terms with like like what is my life gonna look like before I could get excited about actually doing the job I was like no I really like now I could feel the happiness because I've like dealt with all my emotions around it mm -hmm. but yes that's just me as a nervous person I uh I think that like as I uh like grow older too like nerves are becoming more and more of a bigger thing uh with me as well like I feel like when I was younger and doing like um i remember doing like stand up in like high school or like doing it when i was going to school for acting and everything and it was just no problem and now i'm like when i go before shows i feel like it's like uh you understand what eminem was talking about by puking up mom's spaghetti like <laughs> and living and at I home like it's a lot of spaghetti and, exactly and i think for all of us when we get back to like live perform i wonder what kind of anxiety we're gonna have it's it's gonna be terrible i feel like yeah. this year was like um i was trying to do it more and more or sorry last year and do it more and more uh so i was more comfortable in like the live uh in front of people and i was getting there and now i feel like when i go back it's gonna be like all reverted back to being oh like, for oh. sure for yeah. sure um, damien do you do improv as well here <laughs> <laughs> just mostly just here uh occasionally now and then but for the most part it, it's just especially the last year it's just been here yeah mm -hmm. yes of course mm -hmm. i did uh, uh i think it was like my first show last week or something and it was, <laughs> it was stressful hmm. it was stressful but it was actually so fun i was like oh man i do miss this i didn't realize how much i missed it do you uh, do you find that you have like the same nerves about like doing like the um, Zoom shows and everything? Yeah, I'm not a fan. The format worked well. 
like it was it was an interview type of show and I was performing with my partner so it was like Mm -hmm. we were just characters and they were asking us questions so that was nice but we did do oh my god this is a nightmare my first show and this is what has scarred me for all of quarantine (laughs) (laughs) my first zoom show we were doing it was like a second city online show and we were doing dr know-it-all uh for those listening or um it's where you like speak one word at a time basically and they included an audience member so they linked in an audience member on the zoom who didn't listen to the instructions (laughs) and was not saying words so literally every time it came around to her (laughs) like the host was like okay say something say a word and like would say something completely insane on the chat audience members were like reaming into this woman (laughs) and and me and my partner were like in character so we couldn't like even really help her out anyways after that I was like maybe I'm not gonna do this for a while (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like the one word at the time is like my nightmare for zoom though too because I'm like oh Oh. Me, me, oh, uh, you know, like, especially with yeah. delays and broken connections, too. Yeah, <laughs> it was awful. And I think they were testing things out, too. So I don't think they're doing it anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but to get into an even spookier note than that. Oh, oh my God. Halloween. We got to know. Do you believe in ghosts? Ah, yeah. Yeah, I actually do. Um, <laughs> I'm also, I'm, I'm Iraqi, just so you guys know, and Iraqis are very superstitious mm. and whether it's like, I believe in like curses and the supernatural in the universe, um, cells. Yeah. All of it. I believe that, you know, the ghosts are around, the energies are around to guide us or push us off track. <laughs> is is it a um a cultural thing or do you is it a religious thing a specific religion it's cultural in this case um iraqis just i think all middle easterns are like superstitious and stuff and for example my grandmother in baghdad um lost two children when she was quite young um, not quite young, like in her marriage, yeah. and then was recommended by the the town psychic to get a pet wolf to ward off the evil eye. So <laughs> my dad grew up with a wolf <laughs> in their basement. Basically, in the, it was it wasn't even like tied up outside. It I was think it was tied up in the basement, or well, it might have been outside. I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's um, like an eastbound and down. always i don't even i have never seen it but yeah my dad that they later had seven children so for those people trying to you know reproduce a wolf can't hurt or it can (laughs) don't get one (laughs) i think it's illegal in canada oh oh, i'm sure it is not in baghdad (laughs) yeah i mean i'm sure like people uh in uh, especially around like uh, where I was born, have uh, wolves, pet wolves. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> like Clarendon Station or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Clarendon Station, huge pet wolf <laughs> area. <laughs> um, but yeah. I feel like that's so. It would be so terrifying to me to have a wolf in the house. 
Of course. (laughs) (laughs) It should be terrifying to anyone. I still need to get more information of like, did they walk the wolf? Like, was the wolf just tied up? Did you pet? I don't really, was he completely domesticated? I need to investigate further. I got to say though, like, you know, like kids are usually afraid to go in the basement because it's like dark or spooky and you don't know what's down there. I think having a wolf in the basement really legitimizes that fear though for the kid. (laughs) (laughs) Why why don't you want to go to the basement? Because there's a wolf in the basement. (laughs) Um, do you guys believe in ghosts? I imagine you do. I don't. Damien doesn't, but I do. But I guess, like, what do you mean by, go- like, what do we mean? Do you mean that spirits stick around for a bit and, like, send messages? Or do you mean, like, every day, everywhere, there's ghosts all the time? I'm uh, I'm more of an energy guy. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's not, like, I don't believe in what you, like, see in the movies or whatever. Of, like, yeah. But I... Uh, I've seen some physical things and then I believe um, in like uh, being able to affect your energy and having that energy in the area. But I'm still not like confident in knowing any of my beliefs either. And just like kind of open to watching things as they change and as I experience it. And I don't believe in anything. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This is why you guys are such a good pair. Yeah. (laughs) that's right um do did you ever have like a paranormal experience yourself let me think i mean i have moments where i'm like i met it or i started actually meditating in this is not what you're asking me basically (laughs) let me just tell you this i started (laughs) meditating and i do sometimes feel like this is going to sound crazy. Uh, not crazy. Well, there's a few things. One, I had, I think actually, Cody, last time you asked me to do the show, I had a polyp. And I was like, yeah. I don't think I could do, like do the show because my voice is all fucked. And I started meditating and I meditated my polyp away, I think. I don't know. I haven't gone to the doctor to check, but it sounds okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then my uncle passed away about a month ago. And I was meditating the morning that he passed away. And I just felt like he was leaving in that moment. And it turns out it was around the same time that he actually died, the time that I was meditating. So I don't know. Does that, what does that mean? Can you tell me? Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I think uh, that like having those feelings, I, I know that my uh, dad like experienced a similar thing to that of, uh, not uh, by doing meditation, but he was just at work, felt a hand on his shoulder, turned around, and then the phone was ringing behind him. And then when he answered it, his mom just passed away. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that there's like something to that. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it is, but. It's kind of beautiful, though. Yeah. I just like to believe that there's some otherness, I guess. Yeah, it, it's it's a comfort thing for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to listen to past episodes to hear your paranoia. I, I want to ask you, but I don't I'm sure you've said it every episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely uh, I definitely have a, a, a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, Never had one. Yeah, it's uh, I, I don't know. I I it's hard to explain like why 
it happens or whatever, but it pisses Damien off every time. What is that <laughs> show that I like loved that was like spooky? Robert Stack was the host, Unsolved Mysteries. Mm. And there was like one episode where this ghost was haunting this person. And I was convinced that ghost was in my house as well. <laughs> and literally one day I woke up and I saw people two people walking towards my house. I'm like, the fucking ghost is here. I ran to my parents' room and I started screaming and it was just the newspaper delivery. (laughs) Anyway, so- Newspaper delivery people are pretty scary. Why are they up so early? I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I don't don't buy it. (laughs) Um, Did your uh, parents uh, bring up like uh, the supernatural a lot growing up? I know that you know the story about your uh, grandmother with the- Wolf, wolf dead. So, uncle, I guess. Yeah. So, um, not so much in my family. So, my my dad is Iraqi. My mom's um, like a Russian descent. So, like, she doesn't have that same like uh, supernatural vibe. But like, my aunts for sure. Like, whenever my cousins weren't getting married, they would like do spells on them with like pots. <laughs> like make them more desirable I guess or like people would sleep oh I think one of my cousins still does this now like sleeps with a knife under her bed wrapped with salt or whatever to like get rid of the evil eye so there's like a lot of like bye-bye evil eye there's like um uh Middle Easterns I think say hamsa hamsa it's like to get yeah to shoot away the evil spirit so there's like a lot there's superstition for sure do you do you think that or do you do any uh, like uh, superstition or? Stu- yes, I hamsa hamsa all the time. <laughs> I knock on wood. Um, I'm like, what else do I do? I used to like believe in like lucky underwear and what? <laughs> and my boyfriend could actually attest to this. <laughs> I'm gonna tell the story. He's downstairs. He could probably hear and be very mad at me. <laughs> but like, you'd have like lucky show underwear, and I used to do that. But once you go on Second City, you can't. Like, you can't because you're doing a show every day. You, every, all your underwear has to be lucky. It just has yeah. to. You have to get over. It. <laughs> you have to. Have <laughs> and at not least my boyfriend. Seven, seven lucky pairs. <laughs> my boyfriend was like literally wearing the same. He'd wash it, but literally the underwear was falling apart because he was on main stage <laughs> and he still believed in lucky underwear so the underwear was like rat-tat-tatted and it was like dude man you gotta get rid of these i think oh, he man. still kept them in his locker and then bought other underwear <laughs> wow just have a piece cut a piece of it for your pocket yes Put it in your just, wallet. yeah just have a little bit just like a little bit yeah well, basketball people do that too don't they basketball uh, people <laughs> do you know basketball people like people who are basketballs yes exactly <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know a few <laughs> cool, cool, cool. um so i have a couple of uh spooky would you rathers here for you okay let's hear um <laughs> the uh first one is would you rather go trick-or-treating with an embarrassing parent or Go trick-or-treating with an embarrassing teacher. <laughs> Is this when you guys wake up in the morning? <laughs> You're like, what's worse, a teacher or a parent? I think 
Um, teacher or parent? Teacher or a parent? Why am I spending more than two seconds thinking about this? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say teacher because it doesn't reflect on my lineage. Is that how you say the word? I could just be like, I'm not related to this person. They're I, just a right. teacher. I would have so many questions why you're trick-or-treating with your teacher. Yeah, I would be more confused by that. My thing Yeah, would I would ask like, them. i go, why are you here? And then we'd continue. <laughs> yeah, it's like hanging out with your boss after work. And like, we're not at work. We don't need to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one for you. And these, uh, I'm not going to lie. These aren't great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, the first question led on to that. Don't worry about it. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Maybe I should have prefaced it. Then. Uh, I you... only want bad ones. Why would I want a good one? It, it's true. It's true. Well, this one will uh, satisfy then. Uh, would you rather have a pumpkin for a head or a pumpkin as your feet? <laughs> I want oh, pumpkin head or pumpkin feet. I would say pumpkin feet um, because like, I think it will feel, feel better when I'm walking and like I have bunions already. So like maybe I wouldn't have bunions anymore. Right. Yeah. Look, the face is a money maker and yeah. that's why I'm not making money right now. So. <laughs> you might get a lot of roles as a pumpkin head though. I, it's true. It's true. All the Halloween movies. Does the pumpkin yep. rot? Uh, no, I assume that it's not going to rot. It's an eternal pumpkin head? Yeah. Okay, a pumpkin head. <laughs> pumpkin head? Yeah, I don't want pumpkin feet. But if you have to, like, find uh, glasses specific for your pumpkin head? Yeah, well, I'll just get two monocles. <laughs> and <think> earphones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have ears as a pumpkin. That's the problem. Well, somehow uh -huh. I have senses, I'm assuming. <laughs> I I would wonder about how well you would do for acting with a pumpkin head you'd probably get like all kinds of horror movies me Specifically? No, yeah as a, <laughs> as a pumpkin head i would just work it well yeah <laughs> you could be a leading you pumpkin specifically head. will do well yeah <laughs> anyone but, else forget it i mean you get like uh character actors right and they have like odd looks to them or unique yeah. looks so i think like maybe a pumpkin head would could do the same I think you would have a career if you had a pumpkin head. Look, if you were trying, people, if you were trying to be an actor, there are people that just do Christmas movies that have like, they've yep. like cornered the Christmas movie market, and are in every Christmas movie. And you just be the Halloween person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can they're you take, all Hallmark movies, though. Can you take <laughs> your pumpkin head off, like uh, like Sleepy Hollow esque? I would assume not. You I think assume not. Yeah, that would that would still. I would assume you'd go by regular human rules with a pumpkin head. But you have a pumpkin head. But no, you would take it when you take off the pumpkin. It's your bones and your flesh. Yeah. <laughs> the pumpkin oh. is just the skin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These are the rules. Yeah. Fair enough. Although uh, pumpkin feet. Good luck finding shoes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you wouldn't wear shoes. You would just wear the pumpkins. <laughs> I guess that's true. They're all weather. Could you turn your little pumpkin feet into carriages so you can like roll around? Yeah. Yeah, you can. <laughs> just, just when you're going roller skating, though. Yeah. <laughs> you get little Cinderella carriages. 
Um, <laughs> the last one here for you. Uh, what would you rather eat? A flesh sandwich or a heart pie? How does saying, one, what is the rule for this? Like, this where do flesh. people decide these things? Okay, a flesh sandwich. <laughs> like, okay, so the pie, whether it's a pie or a sandwich, has no bearing. <laughs> yeah, no. Except for maybe the pie tastes a little better because there's because of the butter. Sweet. Mm, yeah. I think a heart. Wait, hearts. Hearts, muscle, and flesh is fat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, flesh is also muscle. It's chewy though. Not necessarily. If you ever eat like meat, that's flesh. I don't think you could eat a muscle. Can you eat a muscle? Yeah. <laughs> People eat hearts, I think. Damien, why don't you answer this question first since you are the medical yeah. well, chief officer? Flesh, <laughs> like when you when you eat like if you have a steak that that is muscle. Like all that stuff is muscle all that stuff and is we're fat. Eating them. Okay, yes. That is muscle. That is flesh. So that's what I'm saying. Is it human flesh? They're saying. I'm yeah. guessing. And a human heart, yeah. or just yeah. like any heart, human. Because a heart is just muscle too. But I mean, it just depends like what part of the person you want to eat. At that point, I don't think it really matters. It might just I be guess, a flavor thing. I think Damien has just sold me on flesh sandwich. Yeah. But cooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a not a uh, cold cut. It'd be like yeah. a it'd be like a pork cutlet. They say that uh human flesh tastes like pork. What? <laughs> I I don't like how you 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 said it like you were so interested in it. Well, I'm just saying. And you then know. you looked at me with your mouth watering. <laughs> it's Cody, I need to know when and how you come up with your what do you rather? Are you like waking up in the morning? Are you in the shower? Are you brushing your teeth? No, it's like BuzzFeed or something. Uh, yeah. Is it right I... before you get on this call? You write them down. Yes. I right before I get on the call, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to find a would you rather. So I find the worst websites I can possibly find. Great, great. And see and see what they got in store. And okay, wonderful. I love the ride of that one. How it went from uh, going trick or treating with your parent or teacher to having a pumpkin head to eating human flesh. <laughs> I mean, it got gory. Yeah, <laughs> it got nasty. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> but on that note, we got a story of our own to tell. Oh, ooh, spooky. Mm-hmm. We all drew positions beforehand. Um, Nadine, what, what did you draw? Oh, I drew celebrity. Oh. So with that, I'll go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to give you four options and you'll have to appear as that celebrity at some point in the story. And I don't say which one I'm going with. Uh, Do I? can if you like. But oh, you don't good. Okay, let's hear them. Um. <laughs> Classic options here. Uh, Harry fun. S. Truman. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank God there's four options. Harry S. Truman. Okay. Uh, Robert De Niro. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, but that's a good one. Amelia Earhart. Oh, my God. Okay. Or Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically have one option. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay, great. I, I will see what the story dictates. Like if the, the, 
if the story needs Amelia at your heart, I'm going to be Amelia at your heart, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a brilliant build on a uh, comedic build on the job of this random generator. <laughs> right. Yes, <yeah>. of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, I drew the swing. So that means I have no responsibility. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. And is that uh, what it means? Pretty much. Okay, cool. <laughs> Essentially, you are a swing as well, but you have a little thing where you have to have a celebrity at some point. Okay. So, and that means that Cody, you got the narrator. Yep. So we're going to go to canigetit.com for a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get this started. What would you like? And just so I know, how mm-hmm. long is this story? Do I draw it out for hours? <laughs> <laughs> Four, five, six hours. Yeah. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Get your lucky underwear ready because this is going to be a long one. <laughs> I'm not wearing underwear. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but serious jokes aside. <laughs> um, yeah, Sorry, it's too late. It's already canon. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, there's no, uh, no necessary length or anything okay. like that. It's just whatever it feels like. Wherever the story it. takes yeah. us. Okay, yeah. cool. So what's it going to be, Cody? Um, relationship or a word? I'll do a location. Tiny cottage. Tiny cottage. Oh. All right. I feel like you knew I was going to say location. <laughs> you were like clicking on it before I even uh, guessed it. No, you said location. Real quick. Well, maybe I did. Maybe I I, uh, I pulled out my psychic jeans. Oh, yeah. You are wearing those. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, we've uh, convinced Damien to come around on the supernatural here. Mm-hmm. Only when I'm wearing these jeans, though. <laughs> your spooky jeans. All right. The spooky tiny cottage. And we'll get right back into that story. But first, we got to talk to you about our friends, NordVPN. That's right. Jingle, jingle, jingle. It's that time of year to be on the Internet doing all kinds of different things. Maybe buying stuff for people. Maybe buying stuff for yourself. But you don't want people peeking. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is that uh, with NordVPN, you can check out all things our guests that are exclusive to Canada on CBC Gems, stuff like Baroness Von Sketch and Working Moms. That's right. You can get around those things. Go online, check things that you might not have been able to check in Canada or the U.S. or wherever you are, really. Exactly. We can give you 68% off. That's $3.71 a month. That's the price of a cup of coffee. Yeah. Plus, you get an additional four months free when you go to NordVPN.com slash boo. That's B-O-O. Now, back to our story. In the big old huge forest, there was an itsy-bitsy teeny-weeny cottage. Oh, this cottage was so small that even a little gust of wind could take this thing away into the river. Oh, geez, I got to nail down my house. I don't want it to blow away in this light autumn breeze. Honey, honey, take a break. Come, let's read a book. Don't you understand what's going to happen if the wind picks up anymore? We're going to get blown into the river and I'll die. You know, this is kind of like the tortoise and the hare. I'm the tortoise, I believe. Oh, no, I'm the hare. <laughs> Who knows anymore? What the I just hell are you relax. talking about? 
I'm saying come relax and snuggle up with me, baby. Well, first, let me just batten down the hatches. I don't want to wind up at the bottom of the river. Yeah. And then we can relax, okay? I, just let me get this done, please, for my own peace of mind. Fine, but I made a quiche. Oh, quiche, huh? <laughs> well, you know what? Battening down can wait. Let's have some quiche. <laughs> and so he left some nails on the ground. And the house was three quarters loose. <laughs> oh, dear. I was just listening to the radio. It says that there's going to be rain tonight. Rain? Oh, no. Rain usually means it's going to be a little windy, too. And a little bit of wind, that's not good for us. And I only batten down a quarter of the house. Don't worry, honey. We'll be fine. Let's just play Nintendo. Damn you and your tantalizing quiche. You kept me inside for too long. I got to go out and batten it down. Oh, my God. I should marry the wrong guy. So just then the rain started pouring down. Just the house was uh, moving out of the way, just trying to get away from it. the raindrops that would crush the roof. Good job, house. Good job jumping out of the way. But you got to stay still so I can batten you down. Yes, the tiny homeowner would use that hammer and nail to put that house into the ground to make it stay still. That's right. Stay still. Stay still, house. I don't want to get blown away into the river. But just then oh. he, he he saw some leaves blowing in the distance. Oh, no. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> I'm going. My wife, my house, they're gone. The house flew and flew and flew over the water across the lake. Landing. Was it safe? I don't know. Oh, dang. Now what do I do? Hey, do you need help around here? It's me, Robert De Niro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how he sounds. <laughs> Oh my God, Robert De Niro. Yeah, if you could just pick me up and put me on your shoulder, please. Of course. Uh, you know, for my upcoming movie, uh, Grandpa Part Four, I had to carry Zach uh, Efron on my back. So I'm quite, uh, as they say in the biz, ripped. That's fair. We had a lot of people from that movie downsizing here a, a couple years ago, getting in, getting, you know, like some character work. So this is the first time I've met a celebrity doing, you know, like some kind of character work. Do you want me to sign a leaf for you? Oh, if you could, that'd be great. Okay. Bobby. That's what my friends call me. Uh -huh. De Niro. Wow. It's a leaf. It's a red one. Thanks, Mr. De Niro. Listen, I got to say, I didn't really need an autograph, but I do need your help. Of course. Celebrities like to help because we feel like what we do is useless. So uh, this is kind of like our philanthropy. Yeah. You know that philanthropy. I understand. Yeah. Listen, my, my house and my wife inside the house got blown across the lake in this uh, light breeze. 
that's terrible. Your wife, oh my God. Did she, was she a good cook? She made a great quiche. Oh, the worst kind of loss. Yeah, listen, if you get me, if you help me get her back, maybe she'll make you a quiche. Ah, sold to one, what's your name? My name is Arnold. Arnold, nice to meet you. Like I said, I'm Robert De Niro. Bobby, let's hop in my plane. I brought it over here. Oh, oh, sure. Are you sure it's safe in this, this gusting winds of very slowness? No, it isn't safe, but you got to live a little. Okay. All right, let's go. They uh, hop into the plane. Uh, when uh, Arnold goes inside, he notices that uh, Bobby De Niro has a table set up with a jar of mayonnaise and two pieces of bread um, sprawled out, as well as a perfectly sliced tomato and lettuce. The only thing it was missing was the meat. Oh, you waiting for your meat delivery to come in today or something to finish your sandwich? I think it's already been delivered, Arnold. Oh, well, where is it then? Arnold. Yeah? Give me your hand. Uh, okay. Shwing, 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 shwing. Uh, Arnold uh, moves his hand out of the way uh, of each uh, swing uh, of the knife. Uh, and then it's a uh, comedic scene of Arnold just barely dodging the knife as he jumps from chair to chair on the plane. I trained for Grandpa! Swing, 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 swing! I'm going to grab that little plastic sword out of your cheese block and fend <gasps> you off. Uncut, De Niro! Hey, just so you know, I've been filming this. What? Yeah. It uh, it kind of excites me. <laughs> Excuse me. I like fight scenes, and right. uh, yeah, so, I hope so that's okay. You were gonna film yourself killing me and then eating me. Yeah. But then it turned out better for you because I fought back. Both. I like both. I like watching right. the murder and the pre-murder. <laughs> I right. just need you to sign this release form before you die. I don't know if I want to do that, to be honest. Sign the release form. You know what? You sign my leaf. I'll do it for you, Mr. De Niro. We're still going to go get my wife, right? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, yeah. I'll sign it. Hi-ya! I'm God. I'm tired. Arnold takes his signed leaf and jumps out of the plane using <laughs> it as a Glide. <laughs> I'll get across that lake with or without you, De Niro. And there Arnold flew. Flew and flew and flew. But knowing... Over here. Over here. Hello. Can you see me? Yeah, I could see you. It's me, Amelia Earhart. <gasps> the famous pilot who got lost one day? Exactly. No one's been able to find me. You've been but stuck you? in the woods? Yeah. Whole time? This whole time. Wow. I mean, it's very windy here, so it makes sense. Listen, do you want me to help you get out of the forest or something? Like, why, like what are you doing here now? Yeah, no, that would be good because I got to go see my family. Oh, they're probably all dead now, to be honest. Ah! 
it's been like 80 years or whatever. No, no. Bobby, Frank, Steve, Jimmy, all my family. You had a lot of guys in your family, huh? Yeah, no women. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm so tough. Okay, look, I got to get back. Will you take me? Well, I'm trying to save my wife, but you know what? I'll help you out. (laughs) Okay, forget my wife. I'll, I'll help you out. I think I'm single. I imagine whoever was I was dating is dead too. Uh, you know what? Maybe it is time I moved on. I think so. Meanwhile, think- <laughs> back across the water, uh, <laughs> his wife is battling off an alligator that didn't just drags her into the water. <laughs> oh, not my heels! Yeah, yeah, pa, yeah. Ah, no, I can make a career out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Amelia Earhart. Ah, oh, not so. What do you like to do in your spare time? Well, usually in my spare time, I just have to make sure that my house doesn't fly away. So uh-huh. I guess you could say I'm a bit of a handyman, maybe even a craftsman. That's funny because I spend my whole life trying to make sure that my house would fly away. My house is a plane. What? If I lived in a plane, then it wouldn't matter if I fly away. (gasps) Why not? Do we have an idea here? Yeah, I can turn the glove box in your plane into a condo that I can live in. Oh, (laughs) that's amazing. And then maybe we could fly it back to wherever I'm from. Yeah, where are you from? I don't know. Do you have a few minutes for me to look this up? Sure, go ahead. (laughs) Now that I don't have to worry about my wife anymore, I guess my (laughs) ex-wife, you know, I don't mind waiting and wasting all this time. No, take your time. Well, let's all take our time. Oh, my God, Kansas, United States of America. Oh, Kansas. Yeah, I don't know if uh, this is going to work out. Dorothy's from there, though. Yeah, and look what happened to her. She got blown away. Everyone's getting blown away. In a tornado. (sighs) You're right. You're right on. You should just go. You don't need me. I'll just stay here with my animal friends. I hope you're real proud of yourself, Arnold. What? Making Amelia Earhart cry like that. Oh, my God. You think you think that she just wants to spend time with us, her animal friends? She just said she wanted to. Yeah, she was saying that to make you not feel bad. Oh, we're not that great. I'm just a wolf that's locked in the bottom of the plane. Yeah. Um, oh, geez. You know what? You really know how to make a guy feel bad. Uh, Amelia, is there any way I can make it up to you? Um, I guess you can make me dinner. Do you know how to cook anything? You know what? I might just know how to make 
a quiche for you. <gasps> Real great, Arnold. What? You think that a quiche is going to really make it up to her? Well, I asked her how I could make it up, and then <laughs> she said it was good. So I think it she might. was being sarcastic, Arnold. <laughs> oh, well, then what will it take? Oh, well, why? You could take me back to Kansas, finally, so I could mourn all my dead friends and family. All right, I'll take you back to Kansas. Now what, you <laughs> stupid fucking wolf? Honestly, Arnold, you finally got there, and that was a genuine applause. It sounded sarcastic. <laughs> well, this wolf only goes at one speed. Okay, well, let's go back to Kansas. Honey, I found you. I rode in on this eagle. Oh, shit, my wife. Uh, Amelia, uh, uh, pretend that I don't know you for a second. What are you talking about, Arnold? Who's that? Uh, I don't know. Somebody who happened to be in this plane that I found. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that Amelia Earhart? Who? Amelia Earhart. Yeah, it's me. I am a huge fan. Oh my God, no way. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Arnold, you know Amelia? Uh, yeah, we just met. Um... Well, look, I just have this eagle lying around. You want to come home? We can yeah. bring Amelia too. Uh, sure, I, I guess. Amelia, you want to come see my home that me and my wife live at? I mean, yeah, I have nothing better to do. What is it now? Real great, Arnold. You got a whole big family, but you leave the wolf tied up on the plane. Leaving without me. Great. Honey. Amelia's only other family that was in the forest. Honey, is it okay yeah. if we take this wolf too, I guess? Let me think about it for a second. Listen, I can't have a sarcastic clapping wolf. Sitting in a plane making fun of me. I can't, but I can't he is live my life knowing Look, Wolf, what can you do around the house? You know how to fold a fitted sheet? Oh, fold fitted sheets, Does fold anybody? unfitted sheets. <gasps> Let's Th keep him. You hear that, Arnold? Despite your best efforts, I'm joining the team. I asked if you could come. <laughs> yeah, like you were even... Yeah, giving even a hint of sincerity when you were asking that. I still asked. Oh, Arnold, I'm on to you, buddy. All right, well, listen, let's just all go back to the house. Amelia, the wolf, and my wife will have a nice, I don't know, afternoon. Maybe we'll cuddle. Yeah, we'll all cuddle. A group cuddle? Well, all right. Wolf's in the middle for sure. <laughs> You're so cute. You hear that, Arnold? Hey, Wolf, you cutting in on my wife? Oh, my God. <laughs> Real great, Arnold. You really care about your wife. You're about to leave her for Amelia. <gasps> what? Oh, I thought you were dead. I thought Amelia was dead. So did I, but then she wasn't. And then you weren't, and now you're both aren't. Well, 
look, I was getting a little bit bored in our marriage anyways. So why not add a few extra parties? I mean, I guess we are both consenting little adults. (laughs) We sure are. (laughs) What do you say, Wolf and Amelia? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, what else am I going to do? Stay on the plane? That's true. (laughs) Hop on to the Eagle. And we'll all fly back to my house and have a big sex pile. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you mind if I fly it? Honey, what do you think? I, I mean, I'm okay with it, to be honest. But didn't she crash her plane? Um, it'll probably be fine. Okay. <laughs> Real smooth move, Arnold. <laughs> Making Amelia drive the plane. She was just being courteous. Of course, she doesn't want to drive the plane. She's scarred because she crashed one before. And now you got to bring up those memories. And what put my life in danger? Arnold. Arnold. I knew I should have stayed home today. Uh, <laughs> here's my big idea yeah you untie me okay let me loose yeah and then the three of you climb up on my back and i'll swim across like uh the like what i did with the gingerbread man way back all right that's a, hey <laughs> you're not gonna eat us are you no 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 i uh I, I, I mean, who do you think I am? A, a, a Robert De Niro type? I guess that's true. I already met one guy trying to eat me today. What's the chances of two guys trying to eat me today? Uh, but the, I, if you try and eat me, I swear I will not be very happy. Oh, I won't. All right. The wolf just... pulls up his mask. Uh, it's Robert De Niro. He winks and then puts it back on. All right, oh. I'm going to let you free now. Chink, clink. Oh, there you go. You're free to go, Mr. Wolf. All right. Well, hop onto my back then. All right. Let's go, guys. I'm the Wolfie. Oh, <laughs> this is fun. Never rode a wolf before. <laughs> and there the wolf swam with them on the back. And the wolf swam and swam and swam. He was almost there when a big gust of wind blew his mask off. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Hi, my name's Madeline. I love your movie, Grandpa Something. Madeline, Robert De Niro tried to eat me earlier. (gasps) He was going to make me into a sandwich and videotape it. What a crazy imagination my husband has. What? No, it really happened. Um, yeah, I think uh, your husband's a bit uh, cuckoo and the poo-poo, you know what I mean? <laughs> My poo-poo is not cuckoo. Are you sure? It's normal poo-poo. No one has normal poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to talk to your doctor about that one. I have. Anyways, what's for lunch? Well, not me, Bobby. Arnold, you look so. 
Oh, geez, this again. Listen, Mr. De Niro, I already escaped from you once. I'm going to do it again. You can't eat me. That's the end of the story, okay? Please, just, this is getting to be a lot, okay? I just what? found my wife. I found Amelia Earhart. She's lost in the woods for 80 years or whatever. Can what about just... this? Yeah. I have an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> what if I do a little cameo video for one of your nieces or nephews, wish them happy birthday for free on the house, and I get to eat you in return? For free, you said? For free. Wow. No HSD, PSD, nothing. It is it is little Alan's birthday next week, so huh. You know what, Mr. De Niro? Yes. I think you got yourself a deal. Amazing. I'll just take the arm, I promise. All right, go ahead. Swing, swing, swing. I'm really good at this. <laughs> And with that, both arms of Arnold fell off. Oh, now how am I supposed to send that text? <laughs> and Robert De Niro didn't even have a phone to make a cameo. Uh, should I mail this in? You pass. You're oh, later. That's what I get for trusting an actor. <laughs> And with that, Robert De Niro made it to land. <laughs> A new uh, armless Arnold <laughs> helping everyone off the wolf. Well, everyone, get off. I don't got any arms now. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, you should have just ate all of me at this point. Like, what, what else am I going to do? Don't, don't have that negative talk, honey, okay? We love you just the same. That's right, Arnold. I loved you just as much as when you had two arms. I guess that's true. I got my beautiful wife and my beautiful Amelia Earhart to keep me company now. You're going to have to help me batten down the house, though, now that I can't wield a hammer. Of course, honey. Just after we play a game of Duck Hunt, okay? <laughs> okay, let's play Duck Hunt. Uh, the uh, the two go into the house to play Duck Hunt, uh, leaving Arnold behind. All of a sudden, a big gust of wind blows them away. Uh, Amelia Earhart takes control of the house, though, <laughs> and uh, flies it safely to Kansas, leaving Arnold behind. <sighs> Classic me, all alone. You happy, Arnold? No. Good. <laughs> Good. Spooked. <laughs> oh, that poor, poor man. <laughs> that was a scary story. Was it? Are they always the scary? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified of Robert De Niro. Yeah, <laughs> and still alive, Amelia Earhart. <laughs> <laughs> the little known uh, part of the history books was that um, um, Amelia Earhart was also a miniature human that lived in a tiny house. Yeah. Oh yes, they left that out. Yeah. <laughs> that's why she was so hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense now. <laughs> I'm glad we have a new uh, fairy tale for all of the. 
all the kids listening to Spook. Yeah. <laughs> and for all the kids listening, don't forget our sponsor, Manscaped. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Nadine, uh, where can everyone follow you? Ooh. Um, my handle on Instagram is Nadine D. Easy enough, huh? Amazing. Perfect. I don't post, so <laughs> <laughs> but you can follow nothing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, and we'll where be... can everyone email you? Uh, spookpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I thought it was uh, spooked at spook.com. Either one will take you there. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you can uh, go to uh, at Spook Podcast. We'll be tweeting out uh, everything, Nadine, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on her with the direct links to her social medias and the other podcasts that she's done on the network. Spook. Spook. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Thank you.